0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk
1: we're asking should the voting age be lowered and we're talking about this today because it's one of a series of issues that the new Electoral Commission has been asked to look into, to research. It was discussed on Breakfast earlier this morning and I'm interested um, in hearing your thoughts on this. I mean, it's currently 18 years of age to vote in this country, so should we change that? What are the arguments for and against? The President of the Irish Second Level Students Union, Shari Irfan, is with us on the programme. Are you in favour of of reducing the voting age.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Yes, the ISSU has been a huge advocate to lower the voting age to 16. Like, to give a bit of context what the Vote at 16 campaign is about, it's to reduce the voting age to 16 rather than the current age. And prior to that, once upon a time, it was 21. That was the voting age.
1: So you you, you actually want to go even further. You you want to bring it to 16. Down even from 17 is often the, the figure. Wasn't that was in the programme for government that we're talking about reducing the age to 17?
2: What we're for is lowering the voting age to 16, because Ireland has one of the youngest populations in Western Europe. Like a third of our population is under 25. And a citizen assembly that that took place in 2018 voted 80 percent in favor in lowering the voting age to 16. And what I see as the president of the Irish second level students Union across our grassroots movement is students are more engaged than they've ever been. And we see that reflected in the education system too with uh, subjects like politics and society is a very, very popular subject. We're seeing students take it up, engage with it. It's one of the most popular subjects now.
1: So because students have more exposure to how the world, how the country works, how it's governed, I mean, some CSPE in school, they should therefore be allowed to vote at 16
2: young people are more than capable to participate in society and the reality is it is they want to participate in civic society and we're seeing that in climate strikes, we're seeing that in, in record membership of youth organisations, student councils, even in, in our elections internally with our second level students. You know, like students want to be heard, they want to be engaged. Where our generation faces are some of the most existential challenges this country has ever seen, this world has ever seen and we're more than
1: engaged at this point. What about you, Tony? Are you in favour of lowering the voting age?
3: Hey, Andrea, if, if, if all the 16-year-olds was aware of Sharia, probably yes. But unfortunately, the reality is that 80 to 90% of 16-year-olds are intellectually mature, politically naive. And uh, if you cast your memory back to when you were 16, and remember, maybe you were one of the sensible ones, and somehow I doubt <laughs> it. but I certainly wasn't. Yeah. And we had student elections because I was at college when I was 16 and we elected some of the biggest lunatics to the student union that you could possibly think of. So if we ever bring in the 16, the vote of 16, and I go for election, I will probably change my name to Ken, or if my wife goes up, it will be Barbie, or maybe Taylor Swift by Deal Paul, and i will be elected on the first count. So unfortunately, it's a, an interesting idea in the Summer of Madness this season, but it doesn't stand up to inspection. And Shari made a good point about, you know, climate awareness and stuff mm. like that. Yes, we do see some people going out and protesting, but the reality is the vast majority of 16-year-olds do absolutely nothing practical on climate change or reducing their carbon footprint. They want to be driven to school, they want to have their mobile phone, the data centres related to that. So, as I say, a small percentage, I'd say maybe 10% are... Intellectually aware, politically aware, and they probably could contribute. The trouble is that the other ninety percent were for, for and parties, uh, probably completely left the centre, not understanding the implications. So it's a really bad idea.
1: Sherry, what around that point? About that point, around um, being more maybe impressionable when you're you're sixteen years of age sort of, you know, the the kind of the populist vote of, you know, uh, your friends in school are voting whatever way or for whatever person that, you know, the pack will just sort of follow?
2: Look, the truth of the matter here is that when the Scottish referendum took place in 2015 and the Norwegian trial took place in 2011, it showed that voter turnout among 16 to 17-year-olds was higher than the turnout among 18 to 24-year-olds, saying that 10% of 16-year-olds, you know, probably care and 90% don't, that's not backed up by facts. Like you, you can't back that up. Like there's no evidence, there's no research, there's no trial that says that. But what we do have evidence for is that Scottish re- referendum 2015, 2011 in Norwegian trial, 16, 17-year-olds showed up, voted more than 18 to 24-year-olds. That's a massive kind of thing. Also, on top of that, the world has changed so much over the past 20 years. I don't know when you were in, in school, Tony, the last time, but the world has changed. The challenges that we face now are a lot different than we faced 20 years ago. We are the future. Like my age group, I just completed my leaving cert and so that hundreds and thousands of students across this country, they're going to be voting in the next upcoming local, European and, and the general election. We're going to affect change.
1: What about so you, Roisin? Uh, Let me bring in a, a, another voice on this. What about you, Roisin? Do you think we should reduce the voting age?
4: Whether Andrea, it's 17 I or I feel really 16. strongly about this. Yeah, I okay. like frankly, the arguments against this this morning and this afternoon are just archaic. Like, do people think 16-year-olds are sitting at home on bunk beds? Like, you can leave school before you're 16, you can legally work at 14, you can choose children even earlier than that. You are already an active member of society at 16, and so you should be encouraged to take part in building that society. But vast and majority in, aren't in, working
1: and paying tax, though.
4: The vast majority. I mean, aren't. I mean, that's a that's a guesstimate. Like, I, I mean, I started working at fourteen. I like I no, mean, but we're, not we're in a you here typically, typically
1: here. not no typically not in a full time capacity. Most f- fourteen to, to 18 to seventeen year olds are typically in school Monday to Friday. They're not working full time, paying tax. She can't even get married. Yeah,
4: but they're but they're still working. They're still playing an active role in society. They're out in public transport. They're out, you know. They're they're buying things. They're consumers. You know, they are playing an active role and just to take a step back from this and think I understand the apprehension about just switching it on overnight and and allowing you know 16 year olds to vote you know everybody's going to be apprehensive about that but starting with a structured program road in schools is the best way to get the majority of people um, in 16 year old cohort engaged at a local level and not just you know a paper and exam or anything like that but that has a positive knock-on effects for society to play a more active role in society, the more self-aware, and that could even equal less social disturbance. Like there are a number of positives to this. Um so it absolutely should be considered. And just to go back to the piece about oh, I don't, you know, Hetonian said about, you know, what he remembers when he did when he was 16, we we all say the same thing of the previous decade that we were in all the time. Mm. In your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, we will always say it. But if you're able to leave school, you're able to work, you're able to go out and spend your own money. Um, and frankly, there's a huge um, cohort um, who are on the margins of a society who don't get the support they need from their local councillors and their own government. And they're not aware of any of this. So there's a bigger campaign of 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 sharing information and stuff about this. And they, yes, they do need to be involved in that to get the support they need that they might not have or have had access to.
1: Yeah, I I accept the point um, probably around, Shari made it as well, you know, like activism was always there within some cohorts. Like when I even think back to my my own uh, my own friend group, and and definitely maybe there's more education and knowledge. I think I might have been at the very very early days of when CSPE was brought in to second level school. I didn't have it myself. Maybe I was in transition year. We might have had some marginal introduction to it. Um, but there's definitely much more discussion and discourse around um the role of government and. How society works now, I think, within secondary schools, by comparison to my time, and I'm not that terribly long, you know, out of school um, when I, when I look back. But like, I just don't know that I, I'm I'm I need to be convinced on it. I mean, I don't I, I don't know whether 16. I mean, is there much difference between 17 and 18? But I'm I'm here to be convinced about uh, reducing it to the age of 16. What about you, Murish? Where where do you where do you fall in this uh, discussion today?
0: Yeah, I would feel that, um, as I say, we're not allowed drink until the age of eighteen for the for the reason that the brain is not fully developed, and therefore, um, you know, we're not we're not mature adults. I think the person working from the age of fourteen nowadays is a small uh, minority, an exceptional person. Um, equally, there are people well over eighteen who aren't working either as students. Excuse me as students are um, just un- unemployed. Uh, I think it's very reasonable for referenda, which have a long-term uh, impact, but not an immediate impact. Uh, that 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 certainly could be considered down to the age of 16. I think local government elections down to the age of 16 would be reasonable, and certainly uh, it would be a, a good pilot to see whether... Um, it would be reasonable for a doyle. Excuse me again. Whether <coughs> it would be reasonable for a Doyle
1: elections? Um, yeah, it's, it's that, how would that work, Shari? You know, maybe for for referenda or in um, in local council, local authority elections as a starting point. Would you be in favour of that?
2: I think with this, you need a staggered approach. Obviously, you can't just go in and just do it. It needs to be trialed and tested. So, with, particularly with the referendum, a referendum isn't really needed in this case. It just needs approval from the Aractus.
1: No, no, but I, I think sorry, I took Marisha's point. Marisha, was your point not that would we reduce the voting age for referenda? Was that did I Correct. take you up right? Yeah. yeah, So we'll say for the likes of the same sex same sex marriage referendum or um, on the, um, the the right to life referendum, like would, would you how would you feel about reducing the age in that instance, Shari? first of all, as a starting point?
2: So, again, like I said before, that, that wouldn't really need a referendum. It would just need approval from the Oroctus. And that's because we've had multiple votes with Voting 16 and in extensions added to the Voting 16 bill. Now, we've had that in the Oroctus. Those have been voted in. Those are, or they've been debated and they've been, they've been sent to committees. We've already had that. It's been done in the Oroctus, So mm. the referendum doesn't really make sense yeah. since we already have the bills.
1: Yeah, to, to allow people... Do, what about you, Roisin? Do you Would you agree with that for local elections and for in referenda to allow people to vote at a lower age?
4: Yeah, I believe to phase Like a phased approach to anything, like pilot it. Um, but as I said again, you have to put up uh, a structured support that is going to encourage it um, and engage the cohort of, of people. And like plenty of 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 14, year olds who aren't engaged in in um local politics and things like that like i mean this will again could have a knock-on effect and um, so making sure that you have those supports there and you have something in place to support that um is important in rolling this out or there would be no success with it but yeah i mean a staged approach um is is a slow and kind of easier way to get people less apprehensive about it i think for sure and i just want to say about the drinking age that was brought up and it seems to be brought up time and time again about drinking and and smoking at 18, I mean, they're recreational things and they're related to health. That is totally different to being an active member of society. Okay. They're recreational and they're completely separate. And you can drive at 17. So.
1: What, what What about you, Linda? Do you think um, if we reduce the voting age to whether it's 17 or as the Students' Union would like it at 16, will it encourage more active participation in society? Okay. Go, Go on ahead, Linda. Think. You can hear me, okay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no.
5: Sorry.
1: I, to me. I'll just, I'll just reconnect with you there Linda bear with us for a second it's 1800 106 is the number uh, this texter says in relation to reducing the voting age teenagers have enough to deal with growing up now without putting the added burden of voting on their young shoulders they might think that they know everything but they don't the extra two years makes a huge difference maturity wise Chris says I'm sorry but look at what we have voting now look at the mess that we're in our voters are supposed to be adults another texter that caller is right I would no political knowledge at the age of 16 the adults-voted Green Party last time. Can you imagine what we'd end up with if that were up to to the 16-year-olds, according to this texter? Uh, Linda is back. Linda, will it encourage more active participation?
5: Actually, think myself. Just uh, two points. This whole thing, to me, stinks of desperation that the government would even consider relying on the votes of children to get them over the line. But maybe that's a a discussion for another day. For me as well, I think that a 16-year-old should be a 16-year-old, and I think it's too much responsibility put on their shoulders. They should. The only things that they should be thinking about is school, what they want to do when they leave, and what they're going to do at the weekend. That's my personal opinion. And trust that their parents, family members, and older siblings will vote with their wants and needs in mind. I always vote with the needs of my children and the future of my children in mind. And I don't think we should be putting that on the shoulders of children. Roisin
1: no, they're, they're 16 yeah the, 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 Roisin just about, like on that point I mean are we should we not just let teenagers be teenagers I mean you're, like, you're going to be grown Look, up I, and voting for long enough
4: I completely understand where where she's coming from I, I just think opening it's not we're not forcing anybody to do anything we're not pressuring anybody we are considering opening it up for people to engage and you're talking about you know letting 16 year olds be 16 year olds fantastic they're already 16 year olds But they're also planning their future and leaving school to go into college at 17 and sometimes 16 and even earlier than that. But you're asking them to plan out their career and, you know, plan out a four year college degree and go abroad and all that stuff at 16, 17, 18 already. So they're already doing adult stuff. They're driving on the road. They're, um, you know, working, they're out, you know, paying taxes, they are paying full time, things like that. Like uh, they're not, there's a very big difference between 12 and 16 and again it's not a big difference though between 16 16
1: and 18 as well isn't there like when I, mean, I just think back to my like you're you're 16 you're probably what junior cert transition year versus leaving cert yeah, i mean
4: and it's gonna it's gonna come down to like individuality and things like that but when i think about me at 25 versus me 20 are completely different humans but that doesn't mean i shouldn't have been eligible to vote at 20 versus 25 do you know what I mean? When you're either playing an active role in society, they really need to be part of forming that society. We have a we have an issue with so many different um, structures put in place that have been there for years and are not serving the society that we live in. And as Sherry said, we've a really young population. Um, in Ireland and we need to be serving it and listening to that population. Yeah, well, It's something
1: that you'll hear more about this because the Electoral Commission, as I mentioned um, the Independent Electoral Commission they are looking at their first annual research programme. This is going to form part of it. It's one of the issues as I mentioned it's this. It's also um, whether or not we should look at scrapping by elections and even limiting the use of election uh, posters, posters during election time. So you will be hearing much more on it. Just some of the views of our
0: listeners out there today